Yegel T. Welsh is about to come to town. Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. Who has not read that book? I want to see a show of hands. Not many hands go up. A lot of us, me included, read that book as a kid. By the way, the show is going to be at the CIBC Theater August 8th through the 13th. Yegel, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. You know, what I didn't know about the show is it holds the record for the highest-grossing American play in Broadway history. It began performances on November 1st of 2018 at the Schubert Theater in New York. Uh, Sold-out houses all the way through March of 2020 when it was closed down because of the pandemic. You've been in several iterations of this show, aside from someone offering you a paycheck, I suppose. Why do you keep coming back to it? Uh, I keep coming back to it because it's a necessary tale. Um, it's relevant, um, and it's it's fulfilling to perform in a production that is so um, beloved um, and be a part of a, a story that has such history in America. Um, I, I feel like it, it combines art and purpose for me. Have you played different roles every time you've come back, or some of the times anyway you've come back to the same show? Uh, no. Well, I initially started out on Broadway um, as an understudy for Tom, the character of Tom Robinson. Uh, when we decided to take the show on the road, I was bumped up to the principal role of Tom Robinson. So I've had two sort of lives inside the company. Um, but I've been performing, you know, as a cover for Tom Robinson, I performed uh a bevy of times. Um, so, you know, I, I've had to live with the role the entire time. Tell me about being an understudy. That seems to be, in some ways, the hardest thing in the world to do. I mean, you come to work every day not knowing and probably knowing you're not going to be on stage, but then you get the surprise. So is it is it really... It's, it's a great way to break in, I assume. Uh, tell, talk to me about it. Yeah, uh, well, one, like, uh, when, when you, when you cover, um, you're expected to, um, know the part, um, um, as well as, uh, the person who principally covers it. Um, and you rehearse it, um, you know, a bunch, but you have to do a lot of work on your own, um, to, to keep yourself ready because you do never know if somebody's going to get stuck in traffic or particularly during the time of COVID, uh, understudies were almost for sure to go on. Um, I, I would say during the last run of our tour, I would say every cast member except one contracted COVID, which meant we had to, when you contracted COVID during the height of the pandemic, you had to take at least 13 shows off. And so the understudy, you know, would have to go on and, and be um, prepared. And so, um, you know, it, 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 I think it's probably the hardest job in the business. Um, uh, yeah, and and but but it is also it, it, it reaps great fruit because when you do show up and you do well and you and you do your best and and the play goes on without a hitch, you know, people are watching and people see and take note, and you get a chance to sort of shine on your own, and then also, uh, you know, to to some degree, you get to see. Uh, the play from both sides and um, in a way when you're performing it every night you don't get to see how you can improve it you know so much but when you get to watch it and then be in it you 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 know you can kind of go oh maybe if I do this this will work but your main job is to support the cast and keep the show running as it has been Um, and 
that can be challenging. But like I said, it, it reaps fruit when people see your work and they um, love what you do. Um, you know, they'll want to see more of you in a, in a different capacity the next time. I don't know how many people the CIBC Theater in Chicago holds. It's a couple thousand, I assume, where you will be uh, August 8th through the 13th on Monroe Street. Uh, it's a great, beautiful theater if you've not been there. Uh, but I think the average Broadway house holds just under that number. Tell me about playing to 18,000 people at Madison Square Garden in To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, it was one of the most electric experiences I've ever had in my life to have 18,000 junior high school, high school students there who have read the play, watched the movie, read the book, all are just on the side of good and making it very clear to the performers on stage and each other that they see the right and the wrong in this because it really is night and it, it really is clear as day. Um, who's right and who's wrong in it, in this story. Um, and so the elect, the electricity in the room, uh, you, I, I don't know that I'll ever get to experience anything like that again in my life, unless they do another Broadway play inside a stadium. I understand from that moment why rock stars, you know, love being in the, in a stadium and why athletes love playing in a stadium. The energy is just electric. That's all I could say. You wouldn't think though, that a show and it's a drama would have that kind of... So were the kids in the audience saying, yeah, woo! Were they actually cheering? Oh, my God. Especially when, you know, especially when bad things happen to the bad guy, they just, you know, you know, it, it feels like justice is served for them, and they do cheer at, at moments like that. But there's also so much... Um, it, it's very much still a coming-of-age story. And so, you know, there are lots of fun little quirky events that happen around the town of Maycomb that, you know, that, that kids, of course, l- latch on to. The mystery of Boo Radley and mean Mrs. DuBose and, you know, gossipy Miss Stephanie. You know, kids get into it in a way. And, and there are also a lot of the characters are, are, are so familiar to them because they've just read the book yeah. that they get to finally sort of um, put a face to what they imagined. Well, Richard Thomas. Very much... oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, they're just very much drawn to the story. Richard Thomas is in the show as well. He stars in the show. Uh, He's won multiple awards. You know Richard Thomas from television, of course. Uh, What's what's it like to play across from him, if you will? And if you don't know Richard Thomas, think the Waltons, of course. Yeah, uh, the Waltons and most recently Ozark. Um, Yeah, yeah. He is, um, it, it's a master class in acting. Um, he is very, very um, polite, kind. He brings a positive energy into the room. And I couldn't think of a better captain for the ship that we are um, sailing on than Richard Thomas. Like, he's very, very, very much, he creates a very pleasant and lively and playful energy um, amongst the cast. And it trickles down. Um, um, and, and so it's been wonderful working with him, I always say. If I ever make it to the level of notoriety that he has reached, I would like to mirror myself um, after his kindness. It, um, in some ways, I, I say he is Atticus Finch. Hmm. How nice. How nice to say that. Uh, and I've heard that about Richard Thomas as well, by the way. Uh, you get to see Richard Thomas if you'd like, and certainly can see Yegel T. Welsh, who we're speaking to right now 
in to kill a mockingbird at the CIBC Theater. And that's 18 West Monroe Street, August 8th through the 13th. Yegel, it is so good to talk to you. I look forward to seeing you on stage. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving me your time today. I appreciate it.